0: It's Wyman and Bob on Seattle Sports, powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio, streaming live on the Seattle Sports app and at seattlesports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Dave Wyman and Bob Stelton. It is time for our Seahawks Player Spotlight. Always a pleasure to speak to this man, a member of the Seahawks defense, preparing for the final regular season game coming up this weekend against the Arizona Cardinals. He's with us on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. He is Leonard Williams. Leonard, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? We're we're good. Happy New Year to you and and everybody close to you. Obviously, uh, I'm sure everybody would love to have rung in the New Year with a win. Uh, What's the... What's the mood been like uh on the heels of that game knowing you got one game left and now you're in a position where you need help from other teams?
1: I mean, it's an unfortunate situation to have to put ourselves in a situation where we're dependent on another team. Um but in a situation like this, you know, all we can do is focus on what we can control and uh that's this game coming up and um you know, if we have to rely on another team, um you know, the best thing we can do is just is win is win our game, you know.
2: Hey, Leonard, um, I know late in the season, I mean, it's it's tough to work on things like tackling and you can't really go full speed in, uh, you know, in practice and things like that. How do you guys balance that when, you know, if you have a problem with like tackles or, you know, things like that, I mean, where it's physical and it's late in the season, you don't want to get hurt in practice and things like that. How do you how do you work on those those kinds of things?
1: Yeah, those things are tough. Like you said, we're not in pads uh, late in season. Um, I actually think it's against the NFLPA or something like that to even be in pads late in season. So uh, I think things like that, we have to just more slow down and go over the basis of the technique and stuff like that. Um, I, I, it's obviously a physical thing, so sometimes you need to see it live. But I think also breaking down like the technique of it is uh, something that can also help.
0: Leonard, what? how do you explain tackling issues it seems and i'm not somebody who played the game my co-host played in the league for almost a decade so i'm always peppering him with questions like this feels like a very fundamental part of the game you know securing a tackle wrapping a guy up yet it it appears to have been problematic throughout this season i know you haven't
1: been Mm -hmm. here all year
0: so how how do you kind of explain that to the layman out there who's going well wait a minute tackling isn't that just the basics of the game
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i think the issue uh sometimes that i see in general um in football is uh, some guys try to leave their feet early. Uh, I think leaving your feet in general a lot of times um, is an issue when it comes to tackling. Um, I think the biggest fundamental to tackling is uh, when you make contact with the, the ball carrier to continue to drive your feet and uh, you know I think that will help secure tackles a lot more.
2: Hey, Leonard, is there enough information on the down on the field? I think one of my last years in the league we got the facts. <laughs> it was just like a picture and it was, you know, really kind of uh you know, kind of blurry and you couldn't really tell. And for me I was like after the game I saw the film, like, oh, that's what happened. Is there yeah. is it still kinda like that, or are you able to get a pretty good idea during the game what's going on out on the field?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think after like the first Two series against, um, you know, against this last game against the Steelers, we kind of got an idea of how they were attacking us and what they were doing, but you don't really get to see how it's hitting exactly until you watch film, you know. Uh, so a lot of those big runs and stuff like that, it's kind of hard to see like what's exactly happening, like what tackles he's breaking, where he's hitting, like who's not in that right gap and things like that until you watch film. So I think that part still holds true today. Yeah. Um and it, it, you know, it would obviously help to get a grasp on those things uh, quicker in, in the game.
0: Hey Leonard, what what's the mood of the team going into this final final game of the regular season and hopefully postseason we'll see, but is it is there anger, frustration, excitement? What, how do you describe the, the mood of the, the team now?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say there's anger. Um, I think it's uh, you know, guys are pretty angry uh, after the game and things like that when it when it occurred but uh i think it's too late to hold on to anger and and those type of emotions um i think right now we just have to make the most of this last week we're going to have together um you know i've been trying to t- tell some of the young guys you know i've been in the league for a long time now and I, i'm just trying to m- make sure everybody is appreciating uh the last few days of the regular season we have together uh because you know from my experience in the league uh every year is a new team whether you're coming back to the same team or not uh just appreciate the guys that you're around and uh appreciate fin- finishing this thing strong
2: hey leonard on, on a bright note you guys for interior defensive line one of the better d lines uh as far as pass rush goes you got jay reed with seven you got what four and i think you had one and a half in in with the giants and and Dre Jones has four and a half. I mean, that's a that's a pretty pretty good number for interior linemen. I mean usually you guys suck up blocks and things like that where you're not really getting rewarded and the pass rush from the inside's been pretty pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean that's always that's always a big help, you know, uh, especially Interior D lineman, like you said, we're used to being like big guys stopping the run and thing like that. But uh, if we're able to affect the quarterback on passing situations as well, um, I think that helps out the defense tremendously.
2: Who are some of the guys around the league when you when you watch film? And as far as interior guys, I always just admire the heck out of those guys because you're such battlers and you don't get a lot <laughs> of the you know you don't get a lot of the glory that that yeah. goes along with it. But who are some of the guys around the league when you're watching film that you uh, that you admire? as far as inside rushers go
1: Inside rushers uh I would yeah. say uh Cam Hayward is one of those guys Um Aaron Donald obviously he's one of the premier pass rushers in interior Chris Jones uh he's one of those guys that are just really good pass rushers the the thing I like about Cam Hayward's game is he's really good uh run run stopper as well okay.
0: Hey, Leonard, just as far as your time here in Seattle, you've now been with the Seahawks longer this season than you were with the Giants this season. So you've had more time here. Does it does it feel like home? Is it is everything second nature now or do you still feel like you're getting acclimated to your to the guys, to the terminology, to what they're asking you to do?
1: Uh, No, I think I'm pretty much acclimated. Um, You know, I I know my way around the building. I I know all the coaches. I know all the staff. I know my teammates. I know the playbook pretty well. I know what's expected out of me and out of the team. And I know what to expect out of my coaches and teammates as well. So, you know, having that comfortability is definitely allowing me to play faster and be more comfortable uh, day in and day out.
2: And it helps that you got a place to live from Tyler Lockett, who you know. (laughs) Yeah, he helped me.
1: He was my guy when I first got here. Yeah. <laughs> it hey, was just uh, a rental by the way. I, I remember I told people okay. I got a place out here and some people thought I bought a house and I'm like I didn't think it was that permanent so <laughs> yeah. well,
2: not yet. Well that was you didn't have enough time to make a decision for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, another thing you told us is uh about you know scuba diving, and you said some crazy thing like you you can hold your breath for like four minutes or something like that tell tell us that yeah
1: story. so it's not scuba diving i've ever, I've actually never been scuba scuba diving before, but it's it's like free diving, so it's only with the snorkel so you have to hold your breath when you when you go down mm-hmm. and uh yeah, I got into it over covid um I had a house in Malibu. And it was like right on the beach so I like was constantly swimming every day and I like slowly picked up on like spear fishing and um over time, I just like learned uh how to get better and better at it and met people in, in the in the industry- in the you know spear fishing community that were able to teach me a little bit and now I can hold my breath for like over four and a half minutes and I can dive like over eighty feet Jeez. Wow. My ears yeah. would
0: be screaming for mercy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it takes it takes a while to like build up that um, that level of like learning how to equalize so that your head is not exploding.
2: <laughs> but I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, "Well, he's a big guy, so he has big lungs." But yeah. your your lungs are proportionate with your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey,
0: before we let you go, you're you're out there free diving in salt water. You ever see any sharks? You have fear of sharks.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've, So when I first started diving, it was in California. So in California, you're not running into as many sharks because there's not like a lot of like reefs and stuff like that. You know, it's like colder water. So they have like great whites and like makos, which are like more dangerous sharks. Um, but you're not really running into them like that. Um but I did run into like my first shark, like two years after I first started diving and it was like at Catalina Island. And I remember like freaking out and like coming to the surface and like all my (laughs) friends were just telling me to calm down. So like for the rest, for the rest of that uh, diving trip, I pretty much just didn't even focus on fishing. I was just like paying attention to the shark that was around and I just like picked up on like sharks behaviors and things like that. And, and since then I've run into like over 50 sharks and I think like I've just gotten, used to their behaviors and, and knowing what triggers them and, and uh, you know, how to handle them and pretty, pretty much stuff like that. And in Florida, like when we go to the Keys and, and Bahamas and stuff like that, you're running into, like, 20 bull sharks in one area sometimes. Ugh.
2: I'm thinking <laughs> Leonard could whoop a shark's ass.
0: Uh, yeah, but him against 20, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leonard, if that were me, you would have just seen me holding still in a l- yellow cloud appearing around me. <laughs> <laughs> yellow cloud. <laughs> <laughs> what a bit of nightmare. Hey, that's Leonard, uh, always appreciate you taking time with us. Thanks so much for the time. And of course, we yeah, wish you nothing you. but the best against the Cardinals. I
1: appreciate man. that. I appreciate that. There
0: you go, Leonard Williams out there swimming with sharks.
2: I was hoping that he, he would say that he could whoop a shark because then I, I would have told him I could whoop a bear. And, you know, there's the bear versus shark thing. I even have a T-shirt and uh, we could talk about it. I like
0: that he talked about the first time he saw the shark, he freaked out. And I just picture him paddling,
2: get me the hell out of here and getting up to the boat or wherever the hell they were at. I always picture like, uh, is it like Popeye or whatever? Or they get up to the, <laughs> they're on the top of the water and they just like go oh, like feeders. a motorboat. Yeah. yeah.
0: That, that, would, that would be me. I think I would just probably pass out.
2: And, or the yellow cloud. Oh, that would
0: happen, too. Yeah. <laughs> there
2: would be hey, a lot coming out of me. <laughs> uh, for those that remember the Boz, actually, I just texted with Brian Bosworth because somebody gave me this old picture of me and him at standing out at practice. And uh, uh, he took me scuba diving one time in Hawaii. And... Uh, it was it was cool, and we we were with a certified guy, so it was okay for us to go and everything. And we got up in this one area where you could go up inside of a rock uh, that was underneath, so you could actually take your. It was like a, a cave, basically. Oh, so you come out of the water, yeah. yeah. But they they told us, you know, the uh, the the sign for a shark is they you know they put their their hand up to their to their head, and the guy did that, and I totally panicked. I, I was like I like I didn't do anything like go to the top or anything, but he turned around like, you know, be careful or watch out for this. I, I don't think I've ever been more scared in my life because you or So are, did you
0: go motionless or were you like I'm yeah, getting the hell? I out just of was his- like
2: trying to keep my, my breathing down oh. and everything and then he was like, Okay, it's okay and you know, signal me on but like you, you that, I mean <laughs> they would have had in their me element out of there. <laughs> Oh my God, if you Yeah, you would just have no chance. I don't You'd know why. No it, chance. It's weird. At
0: least you were in their their element. I, I've never encountered a shark. I don't know why I have such a deep-seated fear of it. Because I mean,
2: you saw Jaws
0: when you were a probably. kid it scarred
2: you I think for so. life, just like I was.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just not like yeah. I've had a bad interaction with a shark, so now I'm a, I'm, I'm
2: afraid. I was I've afraid, always been afraid. <laughs> I was afraid to sit on the toilet after that movie. <laughs> I thought Jaws was Jaws coming was up through just, the pipe. Man, that was. That, that, I think that affected a lot of people.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. People were afraid to go into pools and, yeah. and <laughs> go into the <laughs> bathtub. But Yeah, anyway, our, our, I'm glad he overcame his fear. It sounds like he's, he's been around 20 of them at a time or something. Forget that. Have yeah, fun. Uh, our Seahawks player spotlight is presented by Quantum Fiber.